Hey guys, Tim Shorts, Gothridge Manor, doing the drive around podcast today. Uh, one of my many duties as on what I do is I go around, uh, I put up flyers and inform people, educate people about homelessness and stomp through the woods looking for folks who are, since I live in Pennsylvania, it's more stomping through the woods than it is, you know, finding people sleeping in abandoned buildings and whatnot. So uh, I do a lot of hex crawling in my uh, uh, my job, a very a variation of it. So so I thought I'd uh, use the time in between spots where I go because I drive around this real big county here. So um, I got some feedback on the about retiring products that uh, Frank brought up, which, you know, I, I've thought about myself, but never asked myself that question about, you know, what would I do with the product that, you know, was retired. So it's kind of given me inspiration on how, to, you know, maybe how to to uh, update some of my products and refresh them and, and bring them up to date and give them a new, I think as Colin put a little polish on there, but, uh, I wanted to share a few uh, voicemails that I received um, from the last podcast. So, uh, all right, guys, take it away. Hi, Tim. It's Colin. Just calling in to say I've been enjoying your glimpse behind the curtain. Uh, tips for publishers, although I'm not a publisher, it's still interesting to hear what guys are up to. Enjoyed the last one with the call-ins and that, you know. On the subject of retiring product... Yeah, I agree with you. If I was someone like Frank T and I had some stuff out there, I would definitely keep it out there. Perhaps bring it in, give it a little bit of a buff. Um, you know, especially if you've raised your game and, and you've got got some fresh ideas for it, stuff like that. But there's nothing worse than um, finding that there's things missing from a back catalogue. If you find someone you like... I agree with you, you know, like the rock band analogy, you want to go back and look at someone's back catalogue. So, yeah, keep the stuff up there, guys. Laters. Hey, Tim, this is Chuck with uh, Playing It Wrong. I haven't had a chance to listen to your latest one, but wanted to reach out and say a little bit about uh, print-on-demand. I haven't done anything with One Bookshelf, Drive-Through, RPG Now, but I have used uh, Lulu and CreateSpace. CreateSpace is Amazon, and they're changing the way they do things, and it may turn out to be not that good, but Lulu's been very okay. It's uh, good to get the, and easy to get the PDFs up and get a print-on-demand, but uh, the only problem is you are totally responsible for your own marketing. There's no follow my your favorites, deal of the day, or anything like that. And their search algorithm isn't that great, so it's hard to find stuff. So the drawback is you've got to spread the word yourself, and they don't help you at all, other than uh, occasional uh, coupon codes. And always send those out when you hear about them, and I've found it successful to get a little extra sales that way. All right, good luck, man. Thanks. Thanks, Colin and Chuck. Uh, I think uh, Chuck brings up a real good point about Lulu and CreateSpace. I have no experience with CreateSpace. It's something I dabbled in a while ago, uh, but for what it, for whatever reason, I never did set up a store there. 
but uh, self-publishing, that's going to be kind of the topic of the day. Uh, you actually, I mean, this is probably one of the more, I mean, besides pricing, self-publishing is a bitch. It's tough because, I mean, you got to talk about yourself and sometimes I'm lousy at it. I, I don't even, you know, even with these podcasts, if, if I'm on top of my game, I share them like on Google+. Plus. My, I'll, I'll blog about it a little bit or I'll put it and put it on Facebook and when I do that the results are there there's a reason my 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 uh, listens spike when I do that but for whatever dumbass reason I just don't do it every time like when you see like Tenkar release stuff he, he's, he blankets the place I mean he'll post it in several places in uh, G plus or on Facebook, you know, he's got that monster Facebook page uh, group, which is where I post on. And if you're not on Tenkar's uh, page, it, it, and you know, if you're an OSR guy or a 5E guy who's an OSR guy, it's, it's a real good resource. It's a real good place to share what you're doing and what's going on. Uh, I get some decent feedback there and, and plus it's got I can't remember how many people like 2,000 people so you know it's not a bad place to go to get some eyes on what you're doing uh, but to like for Lulu like we we're talking about um, Lulu Lulu you put it out there and it just sits there I mean there is no new releases like Chuck said there is no I think they have a bestseller list uh, I know years ago there was, I think it was, you know, fight on. This was like way in the beginning of all this stuff, I think. Um, and I think they were the only product that I remember, and I could be wrong, that was on the top seller list. And actually, I think they were one of the, the, the top seller for a while uh, in that. But these days, yeah, yeah. For, for that kind of thing, uh, you, me, and most folks are going to have to get out on the, the, the social media. you got to get your social media going. It's tough. I mean, I am not... I do Google+. Plus. I always like Google+. Plus. Um, but Facebook, I hate fucking Facebook. I do, I do. I hate Twitter even more because I don't understand all the... Well, it's not that I don't understand all the, the hashtags and... And it doesn't seem like anybody ever says any damn thing. It's just a whole bunch of hashtags and ats. And, you know, there's like three words and then like ten lines of hashtags. It's like, what? you know, I'm like, no. <laughs> That's my grognard, I guess, part of me going out. It just, it just seems like a waste of freaking time. So, uh, but I have to get through that. I have to fight my... dislike for social media to be able to get my stuff out there because it only screws up my what I want to do because the end goal for me is to get my sell as many as I, I can um, I mean I'm not looking to make a million dollars but if I can make a million dollars I want to make a million dollars you know even if it's just you know rubles or something whatever <laughs> it is uh, but I think, so, like, the first step is just coming to peace with social media. I think, like, Larry. Larry, at the end of the his, like, uh, Larry Hamilton of Follow Me and Die, his 
podcast all end with his social media list, which is a great thing to do. So that way you can find him on, because Larry's got a pretty established YouTube channel. He's got, uh, I guess, Twitter. I can't remember all the ones people do. Instagram. I have an Instagram account, although I don't do too, too much with it. I kind of, I, I uh, tinker with it uh, more than I actually use it. But just doing those little things, uh, telling people where they can find you and, and keeping it consistent because it's, it's tough if you, if you have your name on one thing and then maybe you, you like, I, like I said, I had Tim Shorts on one thing and Gothridge Manor on another. Sometimes it's just, it, it confuses or it just makes it more difficult to find. So try to be consistent when you do go to the social medias and, and keep your name, you know, whatever you're trying to do consistent so uh, you're easy to find. And just not be afraid to share it. There's going to be people, then there's always going to be someone out there that says, stop spamming me. And, you know, I can understand why they're saying that, but if it bothers them that much, then tell them don't to follow you. I mean, really... You, the one thing you got to do is you can't be afraid uh, of what other people are going to say. I mean, that's the whole thing. What's the what's the old uh, the old saying from Dune? Fear is the mind killer. Well, fear is the publisher killer too. So if you if you're not confident enough or you're not afraid to break a few eggs, and I'm not saying to go out and be a dickhead or an asshole, but you need to go out there and post stuff on everywhere. And yeah, it's going to be. So if, if I'm following you on these six different types of medias, I'm going to see the same advertisement all, you know, in all six different places. But if you're someone like me, you usually only get one, one of them or two of them at most of the day. And who knows if they'll get buried in all the other posts because there's just so much out there. So you, just to, to have that availability for, for someone to see, because if they don't see it, they're not going to know about it. And if they don't know about it, they can't buy it. And like Chuck did, Chuck uh, Thorne, uh, you're playing it wrong, when he was talking about uh, helping doing the advertisement, what's cool is when you can add that little extra bonus there where it says, hey guys, I've got uh, you know my product out on um, Lulu and they got a 20% coupon. Here's a coupon and here's a link to my product. Check it out, see if you like it. And then sometimes what I do is I'll add on other, other folks because I'm a very big uh uh, advocate for other OSR, OSR authors. So I, I like advertising for other folks. So like say I'll advertise mine. Hey, here's my starter adventures. Here's the link to it. 20% coupon. And if you like my stuff, you know, here's, uh, you know, here's Chuck's stuff. Here's Larry's stuff. Take a look at it. Um, here's the links to those guys too. Uh, and then, you know, see if we can help spread the, you know, the awareness around with that. Uh, the other thing is, is uh, when you're for like what I was talking about for RPG now, you have those publisher points, and like I said, a lot of times I haven't found them to be very useful except for the deal of the day. And say you do the deal of the day, or any type of thing, and this goes with deal of the day or any type of release. Make sure you get your PDF or your book into people who do reviews, but at, you know, always ask first. Don't, don't assume someone's going to do it. Um, cause I know, you know, 
Tankar is pretty, you know, one of the hubs of the OSR. So I definitely always ask, hey, Eric, I, I got this thing. Do you mind giving it a mention in your blog? And he usually does. And that's because we kind of go way back. We kind of started at the, the same time. And Eric's always been a, a big supporter of mine. So uh, he's uh, always been generous with his time and his blog and helping me spread my, uh, my uh, word around and everything. But if, you, if you've got somebody that you like and you know he's got a, a block, they, they'll do it. Um, don't expect, sometimes it happens because sometimes I have folks that give me um, review copies and my intention and I try so hard to do it, but then I just get caught up with so much stuff. And sometimes I think I put too much pressure on myself and I want to do this grand review and I, and I don't have to. I just need to do a real solid, succinct review that doesn't need to be uh, exhaustive. You know, um, but get them into reviewers' hands because having that extra exposure does make a difference. I mean, I can't tell you back in the day, you know, one of the more significant ones, and like, you know, when it was Grognardia was still around, and I had released my uh, um, first manner. He had reviewed it like I don't know, like a month or two months after I released it. Because when I got when I released it first, I had, you know a good bunch of sales. Everybody was really supportive, really helpful. But then when he reviewed it, well, let me. Then it kind of flatlined, and then Gargnardia reviewed it, and then boom, I got another big spike and another tail off of his review. So uh, it is important to do that. Is and and getting. Um, one of the guys who's really good at when uh, Doug Cole, he, Douglas Cole, he's the one who did Dragon Heresy, and he just released his, uh, oh, I can't remember, something for GURPS, for, uh, it's an adventure for GURPS, I want to I say it was the Halls, Halls of Judgment, Judgment or Hall of Judgment, um, he was everywhere, I mean, I think every time I turned on the podcast, that boy was yapping about his stuff, and that's what you got to do. I mean, he's funded uh, three very successful Kickstarters, and he puts out a kick-ass product. He does not, Doug does not half-ass, guys. This guy puts out solid stuff. And his enthusiasm, when, he, when you hear him talk about his stuff, he gets so excited. It's hilarious. If you guys don't know Doug Cole, go on one of the podcasts or, or Google him and stuff. The boy gets excited about his stuff. It's great. I mean, uh, I've had the uh, fortune of playing um, some games with Doug and everything, and uh, he's smart as hell, uh, loves doing what he's doing, and it shows in his products. It really does. So that helped him sell that stuff, too. So look at this, guys. I mean, we got podcasts everywhere these days. Bug some of the other anchorites. Because, I mean, while we're kind of like a inner circle in a lot of ways, you know, Jason's got listeners that I don't have. I might have a couple he doesn't have. And Larry and Chuck and... All the other guys out there that might um, might have a few more that we don't have, so we can you can expand a few more people who are going to be hearing about your product. So don't be afraid. And hell, I would love to interview somebody with your product. I've I, and been intending to do uh, trying to contact Larry and do a quick interview with him about his stuff. But of course, time's always an issue. So, all right, guys, I'm at my first stop, so I gotta take a break here. And this might be a long podcast, so I apologize for that. Uh, hopefully you'll find it useful. 
Hi team, Arfed here. Uh, just giving you a quick call in, listening to your publishing podcast recently. Um, I've never been a publisher, not looking to do it, but um, from a, a buyer's point of view, I was just wondering if you've looked at um, how the filters work on some of these systems, i.e. you can search for free products or you can search by price. So I'm just wondering if it's worth looking at that and seeing if you can set your prices at the lowest point in a price bracket or the highest point of a price bracket to gain more attention. There's obviously lots of content out there, so you've got to stand out in some way, I think. Um, with regards to Larry's sort of uh, content, which is going to be similar but different um, different things, he could set a price and see if he gets the same sort of numbers of downloads and, and judge it by that, I guess. Anyway, just a few for, thoughts for you. Yeah, that message was from our Fed, Daryl Green. Uh, and I think it, the whole pricing guide and knowing, I guess, the, I don't know if this is the correct term, the analytics of it would be definitely an important thing to do. But this is how I'm going to tie it into the self-publishing part because pricing, like I said, is before, but something that I didn't mention, and this goes along with self-promotion, is is you want to give yourself enough room when you sell something for the original price that when you have a sale, you're still having, you know, you're still making money and not losing money, so to speak. Um, Say like you're charging, I don't know, six, seven dollars for your zine at the time. Um, PDF. Let's just say the PDFs. Let's just work on PDFs. Say you're charging three dollars for your PDF. So you're you're gonna make about, I think it's a buck ninety-five if you're doing the non-exclusive at RPG now. But when they have, they always have those sales, like, uh, um, what is it, uh, Christmas in July, and then the GM's Day, or something like that, because all my stuff is automatically signed up for that kind of thing. You want to be able to give yourself a little room so when you do the, do the sales that there's something there for you to make on, you know. Uh, because if, if there's not enough, then you might as well just have, you know, kind of offered it for free, and then you get more more uh, emails, you know, more people in your email. So there, so that way, when you're offering sales, that's the nice thing. Now you can re-advertise, self-advertise again, and you've got to do the work. Is start uh, hitting all your social media channels and all the folks that you know to do that, and let them know, hey, there's a 50% off sale um, on my zines, on my adventures. Go on over, take a look. I suck at this. I don't. I just don't do it. I don't know why. If I put just a little bit of effort, I always get spikes in sales when I do this, guys, and I don't do it enough. And because, like, the nice thing what I was talking about last time is about the back catalog. Is if I do that advertisement during a sale and it's fifty percent off. I'll get a lot of sales that go by and buy my entire backstock. I mean, I mean, it's not uncommon. So the more backlog or your catalog is, uh, the more sales you're going to get. Because the, the Christmas in July thing 
I sold a whole, like I have nine manors out right now. And um, I had, I don't know, I think five or six people buy all my manners. I can't remember. And it might not sound a lot, like, but but you got to figure if that's if there's six people buying nine products, that's 54 sales just right there, you know, paying sales on top of it. So you're you're making a little bit of money. Um, but again, uh, I I think and that was just putting out one half-ass thing on Google Plus. I didn't do it on my blog. I didn't do it on Facebook. I didn't do it on Twitter or Instagram or all the other social media things, uh, YouTube, not the, I think I have like, I think I have a YouTube channel with, uh, I think I got like, I don't know how many followers I got. I think I got like 20 or something. I don't do a lot on there, but nonetheless, doesn't matter if you only have 20 people on your YouTube channel, who knows if you do something, start putting stuff out there, you, you know, you might start building your subscription base also. Uh, but yeah, that that e or voicemail. Thank you, Darren. Um, made me think of giving yourself room for the sales. So when you do the self-publishing, it gives you another reason to bring up your products again. You know, it's like especially some of your older products. You can say, "Hey guys, uh, got this backlog of uh, maps. They're fifty percent off right now. Here's the link. Please check them out, and uh, um, I hope you like them." Boom. There you go. You got, you know, you're, you know, almost guaranteed to get sales from that kind of thing. So just, just have to do the work. One of the other things I'd like to add guys, and this one, uh, would be more of a local basis is, you know, uh, we all have local gaming stores, whether you, um, have one or not you know it's always a, a crapshoot these days uh, but uh, it's always a good idea maybe to go down there and see if you can put some of your things on the shelf whether because I know gaming stores don't have a lot of money but whether it's by you know commission or whatever the uh, or by you know maybe they'll give you some credit towards purchasing things at the store but a good idea when you do do yourself some promotion at your local gaming store is is if it's an adventure, run your adventure at the gaming store. Offer to do that. Offer to bring some people in or whatever and uh, just get some traffic going there. Because, you know, if there's, if there's an opportunity for the gaming store to make a little money off of what's going on, bringing some folks in, the, you know, more than likely they're going to agree to it. And that gets you known to the local crowd I don't know how much this helps or not I guess it depends on the location I've uh, also uh, talked with like um, not only the local gaming stores but uh, Weird Realms over in Cleveland uh, Becca Warren he runs that one he, he's, he runs a, he has a lot of the old school uh, products in his game or in his store and everything so sometimes hit him up and see if he's willing to maybe distribute your products and work out some sort of deal uh, he's, he's been really really good guy to deal with has a really cool store uh, over there in Cleveland and then what, there was another one um, and, oh, and then uh, Noble Knights this one 
Noble Knights games, I kind of have a mixed thing with that. I mean, it's a good idea to, to put your products as many places you can go, but only where it benefits you. There's no need to putting it in places where you're just spending all your time and money, effort, and getting no feedback or, you know, nothing back in that game. You know, you don't... I mean, if you're doing it for shits and giggles, I guess that's fine, but, I mean, we we have jobs, so we already, we already have that covered, or, you know, you kind of seem to do things like that, so, uh, yeah, so that was the, the other thing I was thinking of, um, running games online is a big thing, if you, if you got a new product out there, get people to play test it with you, get them to talk about it, get them to, you know, even if you, if it's done, say, Hey, I'm running my new adventure, blah, 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 blah. The, you know, the scariest, uh, crypt of the blah, blah, blah. And, um, run it for folks, get people excited about it. Um, let them know what's out there, what your style is. And then they'll start talking about it. And again, you, you know, the nice thing about that, it gives you another reason to talk about your game or your adventure or whatever. Because uh, one thing you don't want to do is bore folks. Because they'll just tune you out pretty quickly. So if you, have, if you come in advertising your product in different ways, like the sale, like running games, um, like letting people know where they can go find it, uh, you know, they're going to pay attention a little bit more because, you know, it's not the same, same thing over and over again. So I think that's about it for this, uh, guys. Um, hope find this helpful. And my publishing series as it continues with, uh, uh, the self promotion and everything. And, uh, hope you guys are, uh, rolling your dice well, and I'll talk to you soon.